These complaints were wearing his comrades' nerves to fiddle strings, doing the mischief that cold and bitter hard work and the cruel loneliness had hitherto failed to do. Long Eid lay stretched by the fire in a bundle of skins, reading in his only book, the Bible, open now at the Song of Solomon. Cooney had finished patching a pair of trousers and rolled himself in his hammock, whence he stared at the roof and the moonlight streaming up there through the little trapdoors and chivying the layers of smoke. Whenever Lashman broke out into fresh quaverings of self-pity, Cooney's hands opened and shut again till the nails dug hard into the palm. He groaned at length, exasperated beyond endurance. Now stow it, George. Hang it all, man. He shaked himself sharp and short, repentant and rebuked by the silence of the others. They were good seamen all, and tender dealing with a sick shipmate was part of their code. Lashman's voice, more querulous than ever, cut into the silence like a knife. That's it. You've thought it for weeks, and now you say it. I've knowed it all along. I'm just an encumbrance, and the sooner you shut of me, the better, says you. You needn't to fret. I'll be soon out of it. Out of it. Out there, alongside a bill. Easy there, matey. The snipe glanced over his shoulder and laid his cards face downward. Here, let me give the bed a shake-up. It'll ease ya. It'll make me quiet, you mean. Plucky deal you care about easing me, any of ya. Get out with your nonsense. Dan didn't mean it. The snipe slipped an arm under the invalid's head and rearranged the pillow of skins and gunny bags. He didn't, did he? Let him say it, then. The gaffer read on, his lips moving silently. Heaven knows how he had acquired this strayed and stained and filthy little demi-octavo with the arms of Somares on its bookplate. The sixth volume of letters writ by a Turkish spy who lived five and forty years undiscovered at Paris, giving an impartial account to the divan at Constantinople of the most remarkable transactions of Europe and discovering several intrigues and secrets of the Christian courts, especially of that of France, etc., etc., written originally in Arabic, translated into Italian, and from thence into English by the translator of the first volume, the 11th edition, London, printed for G. Strahan, S. Ballard, and a score of booksellers, M.D.C.C.X.L.I. Heaven knows why he read it, since he understood about one half, and admired less than a tenth. The oriental reflections struck him as mainly blasphemous, but the gaffer's religious belief marked down nine-tenths of mankind for perdition, which perhaps made him tolerant. At any rate, he read on gravely between the puffs of his short clay. On the nineteenth of this moon, the king and the whole court were present at a ballet, representing the grandeur of the French monarchy. About the middle of the entertainment, there was an antique dance performed by twelve masqueraders in the supposed form of demons. But before they advanced far in their dance, they found an interloper amongst them, who, by increasing the number to thirteen, put them quite out of their measure. For they practice every step and motion beforehand till they are perfect. Being abashed, therefore, at the unavoidable blunders the thirteenth antique made them commit, they stood still like fools gazing at one another, none daring to unmask or speak a word, 
for that would have put all the spectators into a disorder and confusion. Cardinal Mazzarini, who was the chief contriver of these entertainments to divert the king from more serious thoughts, stood close by the young monarch with the scheme of the ballet in his hand. Knowing, therefore, that this dance was to consist but of twelve antiques, and taking notice that there were actually thirteen, he at first imputed it to some mistake. But afterwards, when he perceived the confusion of the dancers, he made a more narrow inquiry into the cause of this disorder. To be brief, they convinced the cardinal that it could be no error of theirs, by a kind of demonstration in that they had but twelve antique dresses of that sort, which were made on purpose for this particular ballet. That which made it seem the greater mystery was that when they came behind the scenes to uncase and examine the matter, they found but twelve antiques, whereas on the stage there were thirteen. Let him say it. Let him say it.